Studios. This is WKJG 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, The Fan, Fort Wayne, Indiana. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM's high school sports coverage doesn't stop after our game of the week and post-game shows at Pizza Hut. Hey, everybody, I'm Bob Lovell. And- Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by McMahon's Best One Tire and Auto Care. Some scores from last night. We're going to give you uh, what's going on today as well. Uh, I know the high school girls swimming sectionals are taking place uh, with the finals of the sectionals today. Um, I know the Southside Natatorium uh, is the local area for that from uh, 9 o'clock. Just getting underway at the Helen Brown Natatorium on Calhoun Street. Until about oh twelve thirty or so this uh, this afternoon, we also have wrestling regionals taking place now locally. Uh, those are taking place uh, starting well once again about now at Carroll High School, and the sectionals feeding into that included Carroll and New Haven, and I have a bit of a vested interest in that. I've got a I've got a great nephew uh, wrestling in the regionals this morning. Braden Clouser from New Haven High School. Is good wrestling. luck to Braden. Yeah, good luck to him. And and I can't remember if he's in the 126 or the 132, but he's in one of those uh, uh, he's in one of those 27 inch waist <laughs> weight classes. <laughs> he's in the weight class. Yeah. I have not seen it in a long oh, time. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. I, I look at him, and you know, on Christmas Eve we're together, and it's like you know, how, 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 wait a minute, you're in that weight class, how? How can you eat that? Well, he burns it off. Okay. But anyway, uh, New Haven, uh, great wrestling program uh, emerging there as well. So that's taking place. High school girls sectional basketball finals are on tap for tonight. And we'll have those scores of the teams that survived last night in just a few moments. Well, Wayne Comets hosted Cincinnati last night in ECHL hockey. Despite out shooting the Cyclones 36-33, the Cays fall 2-1, and that ends a five-game point streak 
Uh, Sean Sidlowski was the lone comet to light the lamp on the evening. The K's are in Cincinnati tonight, and then we'll host Kalamazoo on Sunday in a 5 o'clock face-off, and we'll talk to Shane Alvarani, play-by-play voice of the Fort Wayne Comets, a little bit later on in the show and uh, find out uh, what to expect tomorrow uh, when uh, the K's get together with the Wings because I think um, uh, Diamond Hands might be available finally. We know he's back. Yes, so uh, that's going to be an interesting interesting uh, game if that's the case. Uh, in NBA action last night, the Pacers dropped a 133-122 decision to Sacramento at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Uh, leading the way in scoring for the Kings was a gentleman by the name of um, DeMontis Sabonis, um, a former Pacer, comes back and uh, chucks the dagger uh, at the Pacers. So um, that uh, interesting stuff there. Now, we uh, told you about it last week. And I will mention it once again uh, at the History Center tomorrow from 2 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, well, I will just read you the, the press release. It says, join the History Center this coming Sunday, which is tomorrow, February 4th, for the next installment of the 2023-2024 George R. Mathers Sunday Lecture Series. Black Baseball in the Summit City will be presented by Tim Tassler. Uh, Tim's a longtime friend of mine, and uh, when you, it, not just a baseball historian, but a sports historian uh, in the Summit City, and he's, he's just got a passion for that. And uh, during the lecture, he'll talk about the following topics, what Major League Baseball Hall of Famers played for Fort Wayne teams. How does heavyweight boxing champ Jack Johnson have ties to black baseball here in Fort Wayne? What Negro League teams stopped and played in Fort Wayne, including a championship game that was played right here. Uh, This history has been rather obscured and unknown until now. So uh, it's uh, a great story to tell. Uh, The lecture begins at 2 o'clock. Admission is free to the public. So uh, get on over to the History Center at the corner of Barry and Bar in downtown Fort Wayne. And... uh, Enjoy uh, and get a little education on black baseball in the Summit City. So much good history in baseball here in Fort Wayne. I mean, it goes back 150 years, and I saw that they're bringing kind of like a historical baseball back where they're playing with like rules from the 1850s is going to happen in the summer. That's Logan Weening that's doing that, and he's a friend of the show. We've had him on on a few months ago, uh, multiple times, and and we may have to get him back on here just to explain because I saw uh, through social media uh, one of his posts the other day that that mentioned, you know, the the rule differences. Mm -hmm. Hmm. What are those? Perhaps we can get Mr. Weening on the air and just sit and tell us what the rule differences will be and what to expect. Yep. When uh, and and I've got a feeling from the interest I've seen already, there's going to be a big crowd out there. I think it'll be really cool. Oh, it will. Yeah. It certainly will. And uh, yeah, and Logan has has taken uh, his avocation and uh, you know making the the t- the logo T-shirts and, and apparel of some of the teams and leagues from bygone eras around and uh it's become i'm sure it's becoming 
the vocation, I'm sure. But he's uh, he's a busy, busy guy, and uh, and just he does it. It was a labor of love, and it's uh, it's really paid off, and and going in great uh, great directions. And they're good looking shirts and, and sticky. You got like a sticker club that you can get involved with the, yeah. the old four. Um, so it's not just kind of like, all right, hey, I got my cricket at home and I'm going to do this thing. I mean, they're good quality professional looking shirts. And I see he's partnering with high schools in the area too. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the most recent one I saw was the Bishop Lewis basketball. Uh, yep. And uh, so Seth Goffing and company have uh, gotten gotten with Logan and. Uh, yeah, it's making great things happen. Now, you mentioned cricket. Do you have a cricket at your house? We do not. I know what they are, but we do not have a cricket at my house. I do. They're noisy, but they do good work. Oh, yeah. I think that was a Valentine's Day present for my wife a couple, three years ago. The gift that keeps on giving for a lifetime. And then and then the next year, I got her the heat press. Ooh. So she could heat press T-shirts and things that you know, make her own designs and and do that. So, yeah. You're listening to Craft Talk, which That's I'm right. shuffling. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Very special. Very special. Uh, this T-shirt made my, by my my wife, Diane. No, but I do have one of the old four baseball company uh, T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one. It's a black T-shirt that's got a all in the center, a big home plate with a 260. Oh, that's cool. I've seen you wear it. Yeah. That's a cool one. And I'll tell you what, that is comfortable and it's baseball and I love it. So, speaking anyway. of baseball, can we get a Leo Lions update? I know you guys started practice here within the past we're, week. We're we're working out. I've got a lot of kids out there. A lot of kids have been in the weight room and it looks like it's paying off. Yeah. Uh got some yeah, and and there's there's the cool thing is there's a there's a couple of seniors that are out for the team that were playing as freshmen, mm-hmm. and then they actually went on to star on the football field, wow. and uh, and now they're back. They want to play baseball this spring with the, with their buddies again, and uh, I, I'm, they never wavered in their love of the game, but I think they moved over to track and uh, yep. in some of those things uh, to enhance uh, football, I guess, or whatever you want to. Well, I just got my son signed up for Little League this week and told him, hey, you know, I, I got you signed up for baseball. So I got a few more months to go. We got you signed up. So, you know, the past couple of days he's had to wear his baseball hat. So he's fired up. And now with the balmy weather, it's starting to feel like spring training. We got the I saw trucks are starting to load up. I saw the Cubs truck. Oh, that's always Arizona. that's so always fun. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, I remember when uh, they used to show pictures of the Philadelphia Phillies semi. Yeah. That they would be loading up like the the ball blaster and things to head down to the Carpenter Complex in Clearwater, Florida, for that. And uh, you know that was cool when when I was playing senior baseball. Mm-hmm. You know we would have the fall classic down in Florida or the World Series out in Arizona, and we got to play at the uh, the, the spring training complexes of the major league teams. Oh, wow. Whether that was just on the practice diamonds or yeah. on the stadium diamonds. Uh, one of my thrills was was being able to pitch at Al Lang Stadium in St. Petersburg. And that would, had been the uh, spring training home of the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. And uh, so they, uh, and then, uh, you know, I, I got on the mound against Southwest Louisiana and it was really cool because I thought, well, man, Bob Gibson stood here on this same mound and looked in and thought, I'm going to brush this guy back. 
Did you so. channel Gibby a little bit while you were on there? I got lit up, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was I was on there. Yeah, yeah you were there. <laughs> yeah, you were there. I got lit up like Bob Gibson never would. So that <laughs> <laughs> was one of those things. But four six eight six two, the uh, text line four six eight six two. Put TS in the front of your message. Got one that uh, says Go Niners. Uh, and uh, Mr. Gary Wejack's up early this morning listening. And uh, he's, uh, I think he's meeting the 59ers once again. Oh, I thought Dre. he was fired up maybe yeah. for next weekend. Maybe he might be. 49ers. He might be. He, he wasn't specific. No, no. Niners or Niners, you know. Anyway, I, I do know some 49er fans mm -hmm. that uh, were very quiet in the first half last week. Mm. But then uh, woke up, I guess, in the second half and started posting, and and uh, they were confident then. So, yeah, good luck to them. It's going to be fun. I, I'm oh, going to enjoy it's always that great. big game uh, next Sunday. Uh, gee, don't get me started on that. But um, let's take a look uh, at the sectional basketball scores from last evening in high school in 4A at Columbia City. It was the host, Lady Eagles, over Huntington North, 59 to 43. They will take on Homestead. Rod Parker's Lady Spartans beat New Haven 69-26. Play at 7:30 tonight at Columbia City. Over at Carroll in 4A, it was the host Carroll Lady Chargers of uh, Mark Redding uh, beating Northside 63-38. They will take on Jordan Poole and the Snyder Panthers 66 to 39 over to Cal. That should be a dandy tonight at 7 o'clock at Carroll. In Class 3A at Garrett, it was Concordia reaching the sectional final game with a 45-42 victory over Angola. They will face Woodland, who beat Garrett 49-36 at 7.30 this evening. In 3A at McConaughey, it was Norwell blasting the host McConaughey team 71-32. They'll take on Belmont, the squaws were victorious over Northwestern, 49-33. to That championship game is at 7 this evening. In 3A at West Noble, it was Northwood over West Noble, 46-23. Fairfield, a 40-34 winner over Wawasee. Championship tonight at 7-30. 3A at Yorktown, Jay County from the ACAC. Downs Delta, 53-35. And Hamilton Heights, a 53-23 victor over Frankton, 7-30. For that championship and 2A at Eastside, Fremont 54, Westview 32. They will take on Central Noble, who doubled up the score on Prairie Heights 54 to 27 last evening. A championship is at 7:30 tonight. In 2A at South Adams, Bishop Lewers 54 to 44 over Bluffton, and then Whitco 65. Championship at 7 p.m. tonight. And in Class 1A at the uh, Lakewood Park Christian sectional, it was Bethany Christian over Hamilton, 52-29. to Blackhawk Christian, 56. Lakewood Park, 52. Winners will play tonight at 7. And in 1A at Northfield, it was Southern Wells over Lakeland Christian, 45-33. to Congratulations to Southern Wells, to the Raiders. And Northfield, the host Norse, Beat Southwood 51 to 42. Championship for that is at 7:30. And there was a lone boys basketball game last night. Peru was 10 points better than Bishop Dwanger, 69 to 59. And those are the high school sectional basketball scores from last evening. And uh, 
Ouch. Ouch. Uh, Mr. Wejack responded, and uh, he said, not the not the crappy 49ers, uh, the one and only 59ers. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Yeah. I think Christian, Christian McCaffrey would probably have something to say about that, Weege. But anyway, Brock Purdy and Debo Samuel. Ayuk. Mm-hmm. Ayuk. And guys like that, George Kittle. Anyway, uh, but, you know, Drew Tranquil. Carroll graduate playing in a Super Bowl. And that just seems to be, and of course, a couple of years ago, we had Ben Skoranek with the Rams uh, going up against Jesse Bates of the Bengals. Uh, I believe you know, Trey Essex has gotten a Super Bowl ring from Fort Wayne. Just so many, uh, so many players have, have gotten that. Uh, in fact, Bernard Pollard, uh, because on this date in Fort Wayne sports history, uh, and I know because I read the book by Blake Sebring, Fort Wayne Sports History, on February 3rd. In 2013, Southside graduate Bernard Pollard wins a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens. Pollard made two tackles in the Super Bowl over uh, Super Bowl win over the San Francisco 49ers, despite playing with six cracked ribs. He played most of the season with the injury, missing the final three regular season games to heal up. Uh, after playing three years at Purdue, Pollard was in his seventh NFL season during the Super Bowl run, playing three years with Kansas City, two with Houston, and then two with the Ravens. He had nine tackles and a forced fumble during the AFC title game uh, that the Ravens won over New England. Also, in 1973, Steve Platt scores 57 points for Huntington College against Goshen College in men's basketball. And uh, Blake's entry in this one says, before there was Larry Bird as a small-town Indiana legend, there was Steve Platt. Platt was a three-year starter at Union Township High School in Huntington County in the early 60s, scoring 1,270 points before taking five years off to concentrate on farming and his young family. Then new Huntington College coach Keith Spar persuaded Platt to give basketball another try. And boy, did he ever pay off there. Uh, the 6-5 Platt's accurate jumper and continual drives to the basket helped him score 3,700 points during his career with Huntington, the most by any Indiana college player. He led the nation, scoring with 36 points per game his junior year, came back to score 38 per as a senior. He also grabbed 1,917 rebounds during his career. He still ranks as the seventh-leading scorer in NAIA history, and he was inducted into the NAIA Hall of Fame in 1987. Drafted by the Washington Bullets, was the last player cut in the fall of 74. He then signed with the Fort Wayne Hoosiers of the International Basketball Association, where he scored 34.1 points to lead the league there. He later returned to Huntington University and became the men's coach until he retired in 2008. Career record there as a coach, 329 and 123. He was inducted into the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame in 1966. And if I'm not mistaken, there was a feature story in Sports Illustrated about Mr. Platt. And I can't remember if he was on the cover or not, but there was a picture of him shooting hoops at the basket attached to their barn. Mm -hmm. So just, um, you know, the legend of Mr. Steve Platt and Indiana basketball. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And then uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking with, well, Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. We'll do all of that when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by McMahon's Best One. 
1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. the fan and 100.9 FM's high school sports coverage doesn't stop after our game of the week and post-game shows at Pizza Hut. Hey everybody, I'm Bob Lovell and tune in to Indiana Sports Talk every Friday from 11 to midnight during high school football and from 10.30 until midnight during the high school basketball season. Plus, listen to the show from 9.30 to midnight on select Saturday nights. Get scores, interviews, and analysis from games across the state of Indiana Friday and Saturdays right here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Attention, homeowners. Are you tired of paying too much on your energy bills? Over 90% of homes probably need more insulation. It's time you discover Koala Insulation, a premier insulation contractor serving over 200 cities. Koala's team can give you a free insulation evaluation, and there's no obligation. And then start saving money for years to come. It's one of the best home improvement return on investments you can make. So be sure to go online and book your appointment for a free insulation evaluation. If you've been thinking about a new roof, you owe it to yourself to contact Honest Abe Roofing. Abe has several options available for cold weather installation, which will protect your home this winter and for decades to come. Honest Abe also has the best financing options in the area with the lowest interest rates and the longest financing terms, which can equal the lowest payments in the industry. Abe also offers no payments until 2025 for qualified customers. Call now for the absolute best low payment options. Honest Abe Roofing, 286-ROOF. The construction industry in Indiana has depended on Quality Supply and Tool, a local family-owned business, to deliver quality sales and service over the last 25 years. The employees make the difference, like sales expert Nick Worley. What sets us apart is we only offer quality tools and supplies from quality manufacturers. We have a quality-trained sales and service staff knowledgeable of the products we sell and offer. Quality. It's in our name. On South Harding Street in Indy, plus Jeffersonville, Bloomington, and Lafayette, Quality Supply and Tool thinks outside the box. Store. If you've been thinking about a new roof, you owe it to yourself to contact Honest Abe Roofing. Abe has several options available for cold weather installation, which will protect your home this winter and for decades to come. Honest Abe also has the best financing options in the area with the lowest interest rates and the longest financing terms, which can equal the lowest payments in the industry. Abe also offers no payments until 2025 for qualified customers. Call now for the absolute best low payment options. Honest Abe Roofing, 286-ROOF. Attention homeowners. Are you tired of paying too much on your energy bills? Over 90% of homes probably need more insulation. It's time you discover Koala Insulation, a premier insulation contractor serving over 200 cities. Koala's team can give you a free insulation evaluation, and there's no obligation. And then start saving money for years to come. It's one of the best home improvement return on investments you can make. So be sure to go online and book your appointment for a free insulation evaluation. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by McMahon's Best One. Coming back with the Doobie Brothers. Nice, nice. Yes, we are. uh, My parents last night went out to Honeywell Center Uh to go see the Little, Little River Band. So kind of along those lines, kind of early 70s. And rock. Honeywell Center's got a lot of things going on. Yeah. Isn't Lou Graham coming? They have a lot of big acts yeah, out there. Kind of, yeah. Wabash, Indiana. 46862. Text line. It's open right now. 
you got a question, comment, opinion, especially if you've got uh, maybe a question uh, regarding St. Francis Athletics, well, you can do so right here at the next line, 46862, because we're going to go to the talk and sports phone line powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union, because on that line is Mr. Mike McCaffrey, the athletic director at the University of St. Francis. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Jimmy. How are you, my man? I am great. And before we get going, I have a bit of a trivia question for you. Uh-oh. Uh, being a sports fan, do you know whose birthday it is today, February 3rd? Oh, boy. February 3rd. I haven't a, been on social media today. He was Give me a, a sport. Red Sox. Oh, you're even going to my Red Sox? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know whose birthday is February 3rd. Okay. It, oh boy! When did he play? Uh, well, he okay. He he debuted in the seventies, but he had a great rookie, se- a fantastic rookie season, and was honored. Uh, I believe was he dual? Was he rookie of the year and MVP? Wade Boggs, Freddie Lynn, Fred Lynn, you uh, son of a gun! I tell you what, got me, got me. Got me. But you can use Not that. Feel free to use that the rest of the day, though. All right. You know, um, yeah, because uh, and my stepdaughter got me a, a, you know, this day in baseball history calendar, the tear off. And, uh, you know, when I was in getting finished up in my prep this morning in my little office, I turned that on and said today's birthdays. And one was, hey, Fred Lynn. Fred Lynn. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I'll have to throw it at a few of my Red Sox fans I see today over at the doubleheader. There you go. Yes, and speaking of doubleheader, that's Huntington coming to town, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, big one. Big one on both sides. Um, we went down there. I think it was our one of our last games before Christmas break uh, down to Huntington, and, and the women's team was up and ended up uh, giving it up at the end, had some costly turnovers, let them uh, get the win, and then on the men's side, uh, played a great first half, uh, kept their two sharpshooters, uh, Zach Goodline and Lane Sparks, really in check for the first half, and then uh, second half, kind of, they caught fire, um, and, and they ended up coming back and, and beating us down there. So lost both of them, so we, we want to try to get them both back here today at our place. Uh, we're right in the thick of it. Huntington's coming off a, a big win on the men's side over Bethel. Um, so we're kind of right there, right behind them, the Huntington-Bethel. Obviously, Grace is kind of uh, far and away the best team in the conference and in the country uh, right now, and then Wesleyan, and then Marion, Bethel. Uh, Huntington and us, we're all kind of in that mix there, and the, going all the way down to maybe the six teams. So it's a it's a it's a fight at this point. It feels like every game we play is uh, one that's going to have implications at the end of the season because both of our teams are right there on the cusp of maybe getting into the national tournament. Uh, you know, you look at our conference, obviously one of the best in the in the NAI. So you're looking at five or six teams probably making it on the men's side, four or five on the women's side. And we're right there in, in that mix. So these are big games. Everyone's a big one uh, from this point forward. we got to take care of business when we need to, like we did Wednesday out at Goshen. Um, kind of stubbed our toe last Saturday on the men's side against Taylor. Just did not uh, put forth the effort uh, I think Coach wanted, and they, they shot lights out. Oh. Um, I mean, I think it was nine minutes left in the second half. They only missed one shot. Um, it was it was, it was was crazy to watch. I've, I haven't seen a, a Taylor team come in and shoot like that before. So, Bounced back against Goshen, but now we got to come back to our home court and uh, set the tone here today against Huntington because it's going to be it's going to be loud and, and rowdy. Yes, I had the honor of doing public address for that doubleheader against Taylor last Saturday, and uh, it was it was 
like like an old homecoming coming back and uh and no i didn't play the national anthem during halftime when i was in the restroom no. so nice well know, done. <laughs> we we improved from there and, and you know and, and mike now we've uh you know as as we're we're I, you know, I always say in the midst of the Crossroads League season, but I mean we're we're heading towards seeding for playoffs and things too. But we've got the spring sports right on the horizon as well. Yeah, we had a event last night downtown at our Performing Arts Center. Our first pitch uh, banquet was last night, so kind of the kickoff to baseball and softball. And Coach Butcher and Coach Bolin did a great job at that event. I uh, had a great time, raised some money, uh, got to interact with some alums and some parents. Uh, just a good kind of kickoff for the season, and then uh, baseball starts. I think uh, Coach Butcher announced the, uh, you know, nine days was was the first game. So we're gonna, obviously, we're not gonna do that in Indiana anytime very soon. Uh, even though we could have played maybe yesterday or the day before here in Indiana, we were outside practice and could have played a game, but it won't be that consistent here over the next few weeks. So we're gonna head south to some of our Tennessees and Kentuckys and uh, try to get some games in here coming up. So yeah, it's it's gonna be the. The busy spring season track and field is uh, obviously indoor is finishing up here. Uh, they've got another one down in Indiana Wesleyan today, and then they'll transition to the outdoor season. Uh, so basketball winding up, but yeah, like you said, there's always another sport coming along where the you know the optimism and the freshness of a new season is is upon us. And uh, basketball, as it moves towards the end, you do bring on those spring sports where you can start to get excited. We're talking with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director of the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. And, Mike, you know, you mentioned uh, kind of transitioning from indoor to outdoor track and field. Are any of the events different from one to the other? I mean, there are a few events that you only have in outdoor. So, like, there's, I, don't, I don't believe they run meets that you're running uh, are on 200-meter tracks. So you'd go from a 200-meter track indoors to a 400-meter track outdoors. The uh-huh. distance won't change for the event, but you're obviously running on a completely different track. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there, and there's, I think there's maybe eight or nine tracks in the country that are 300 meters, which, from what I understand, is like ideal for for uh, running times and things like that. And kind of, you know, they bank them on the indoors and all that kind of stuff. But um, event-wise, a lot of them are similar, but you're running them in such a different way because because the track is a completely different track. Um, but we've we've qualified five already for the nationals for indoor. Uh, last week, Alex qualified for her fourth event. Uh, Joe Painter made it in again for uh, the pole vault and then our distance medley relay uh, of Alex Ebatino, Victoria Clavon, Mariah Maley, and Yamalek Diaz. Uh, they qualified for nationals as well. So right now we're a party of five heading out to nationals and uh, see if we can get another qualifier or two over the next couple weeks. Very nice. Very nice. It's it's always a yeah. good show when we can mention Alex Ebatino. Yeah, yes. the last my, spring for oh My gosh. <laughs> what an accomplished athlete my goodness oh uh, yeah just uh that's that's been a yeah we we're talking this run. week because we're getting ready for our our hall of fame class for this year's getting ready to uh be announced and our track coach was texting me after last saturday and said you know alex Ebatino first ballot hall of famer i said yeah no brainer tell me something i don't know uh <laughs> so we'll wait five years after she graduates and then we'll bring her right back and make sure she gets into the hall of fame because she's uh she's been special Okay, yeah, that was going to be my next question. You know, how long do you have to be out of school or out of eligibility before you can be considered? So We five do years. five years after graduation, yep. So that's okay. why you're starting to see a lot of the, you know, 16, 17 football national champ type guys. Like Steph Coat went last year. Um, we're going to have uh, Lucas Sparks this year, probably Nick Ferrer next year. So we go five years out. 
uh, from when they graduate. Okay, nice, very nice. And uh, any PB updates? Uh... Uh, just uh, well, they're heading down to St. Joe Hessen Castle today uh, for the last game of the regular season, and the tournament is next week. I'm gonna. It's gonna be the only game I miss because I'm actually going to our doubleheader. They're the Precious Blood team. This is the game we invite them all over to uh, to the St. Francis doubleheader for a little pizza party upstairs in Hustle. Uh, okay. So I'll be heading over to the doubleheader while uh, my wife and and Balin head down to to Hessen Castle. We're I think right now in our division, number two, number three, so they're they're playing pretty well. Our Lady seems like the number one team, and but we played them last Saturday and, and only lost by three. Um, played them pretty well, so looking forward to the tournament next week and seeing kind of where it shakes out. But uh, boys are playing good; they're they're playing hard, and uh, as long as they you know get enough shots up to get the points, we'll we'll be okay. Sometimes we're just getting a little rut and they don't want to shoot, but when they start shooting, and as you know, the more shots you put up, better chance you have of getting more to go in. So that's that's where they're at now, but it'll be uh, the last regular season game today down at Hessen Castle. That's right. You can't score if you don't shoot, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, Mike, thank you for joining us uh, this morning, as as you do every Saturday morning. And, uh, yeah, use that Fred Lynn question there. Because um, that was Thanks uh, for stumping me in front yeah, of that Yeah, was, that was a bit obscure. I, I, you owe me one for that, yeah. You know, but, <laughs> a guy that I maybe that I even saw play would have been would have been appreciated. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, but at least I hope you read about him. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know about him, yeah. Well, I know I saw him play. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Mike, we'll talk to you next Saturday and uh, uh, try to stump me on some Oakland trivia, maybe. All right. I got one. For, I'll have one for you. Okay. Thanks, Mike. Have a Mike. great weekend. Thanks. All right. That was Mike McGaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break, but before we do, I uh, want to tell you about our brand new title sponsor, which is McMahon's Best One. And uh, I've used McMahon's best one for several years. Uh, my gosh, uh, it started with a, a relationship with Pat McMahon, and then uh, Pat retired, and it was uh, Pat's son, Pat, otherwise known as Bubba. And uh, just the same customer service, same quality work, uh, regardless. And whether it was tires I needed or if I had an issue with the rim, Maybe something foreign got into my tire tread. Take it to McMahon's. And they are courteous. They're respectful. Uh, you can wait on your uh, your vehicle. They'll let you know, and they'll be very honest and frank with you about, you know, hey, I've had nails in my tires, and they say hey, it can be repaired or it can't, and they'll let you know. And so uh, I just I trust them with my vehicle and anything I would bring into mcmahon's best one so give them a try mcmahon's best one with locations all over the northeast indiana area best one from mcmahon's you'll uh you know once you try them you'll be loyal for life we're gonna go ahead and take a break we'll be back with more you're listening to talking sports powered by mcmahon's best one on 1380 the fan 100.9 fm if you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise 
Specialized Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. Hoopy Insurance Services, now with over 40 years of helping to protect Fort Wayne families and businesses, operates by the golden rule. They always treat the client as they would want to be treated. They have options to find the best price for the best coverage, whether insuring your home, your property, your car, or even your small business. Hoopy Insurance Services, an independent agent representing great companies like Ohio Mutual Insurance Company, is the perfect place to find the specific coverage you want. They realize that small businesses often have unique needs, and they can tailor a policy that provides the coverage coverage your business needs. And they work with some of the top insurance companies in the industry, like Ohio Mutual, to provide quality coverage with outstanding service. And if you ever need to file a claim, Hoopy Insurance Services is committed to serving Northeast Indiana with compassion and integrity. Because you don't need your insurance company to add to an already stressful situation. Visit hupe-insurance.com to learn more or call 486-7488. Hoopy Insurance, their family serving your family for almost 40 years. <laughs> Does your business cater to families or families with newborns? Are you trying to find a better way to market your products or services to thousands? Then you need to be at the 2024 Baby Fair and Family Expo. February 24th from 9 to 3 at the Coliseum. Families are always looking for the best products and services. And the Baby Fair and Family Expo is the perfect way to get families to experience what you offer. We have great opportunities, from booth rentals to sponsorship opportunities available. So if you want to make sure that your business gets in front of one of the most sought-after demographics, you need to text BOOTH to 46862 for information. That's BOOTH to 46862. Or visit babyfamilyfair.com. Last year, booths sold out, so don't wait. The Baby Fair and Family Expo will take place on Saturday, February 24th at the Memorial Coliseum. Text BOOTH to 46862 now to find out how you can be a part of it. Listen to Purdue Fort Wayne Mastodon's men's basketball right here. It's showtime, baby! All season long as they try to rumble to the top of the Horizon League. Gunshark! Mastodon's basketball. His three-pointer on the way. It's a rematch with Youngstown State coming up Sunday afternoon at the Gates Center. Two o'clock tip-off, three games starting at 145. Mastodon's basketball, exclusively on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Cisco Kid. War? War? War. Oh, yeah. As I said, in the 70s, growing up, the radio was my friend. Might have been the only friend I had, but anyway, it was It's a hard to stop you. <laughs> Welcome back into Talking Sports as we're uh, talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. When I say we, I mean Brandon Podgorski and myself, Jim Shovlin. And we are powered by McMahon's Best One. And uh, my goodness. Uh, hey, I just noticed the Butler Bulldogs pulled off an upset last mm -hmm. night. Uh, they beat Creighton 99-98. to 
Creighton, I believe, was ranked number 16 in the country. I think so. And it's also a big quad one win for the Bulldogs, yes. which now how they've changed the NCAA tournament a little bit. You know, those quad one wins are really important. It used to be, hey, you get 20 wins, you're, you're going to find a spot. Well, it's not that way anymore. So big win for Butler. Yes. And speaking of college basketball, of course, uh, Purdue uh, goes to Wisconsin tomorrow at 1 p.m. and uh, takes on the Badgers there. After the Badgers were uh, upset well, by Nebraska. And Nebraska's Nebraska. had some big wins this year. They got the, uh, I, I forget his name, but they got that guard, real tough guard. Um, you know, they're going to be a tough one. Might be a tough out in the Big Ten tournament. Could be. Could very well be. And, of course, uh, as uh, as Brett said on the uh, on the spot there, PFW hosts uh, Youngstown State. Uh, I believe that's Sunday at 2, isn't it? Taking place Sunday. Let's take a look and see. Yes, Sunday, 2 p.m. is it. Shows in the Journal Gazette. So, if it's in the paper, it's got to be true. There we go. Yeah. If it's not, uh, let me know. And uh, and of course, uh, the Red Hot Indiana Tech men and women host Aquinas and Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference matchup today at the Schaefer Center. Uh, the women are 18 and three in a perfect 15 and 0 in conference play. They'll tip at one o'clock, while the men, who are 13 and eight but 11 and four in conference play, they'll play at three. Uh, as we said, at the Schaefer Center against Aquinas and uh, should be a dandy there. As Mike McCaffrey told you, the University of St. Francis Cougars will be hosting Huntington in a doubleheader at the Hutzel Center, and that will be at 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock approximately. So uh, all kinds of uh, basketball here in town. And uh, your Trine Thunder. Mm-hmm. Cow. The men just keep rolling. Big week for them. So I think last weekend they get a win on the road at Calvin, who's number four. Trine is number three this week. And then this week, they get a win at home against Hope. So two of the better teams in the conference, you got wins over. Hope was receiving votes. So I'm looking at the schedule. They, they're they in action. The Trine Thunder men are in action tonight, 3 o'clock. Up in, uh, against Alma. Against yeah. Alma, yep. And then, uh, then the women today at Alma. Oh, kind of it, travel partners yeah. there. Yeah, so... Uh, That'll be interesting. Um, so, a lot of a, a lot of great records uh, around the uh, the NAIA and NCAA Division three. And uh, how cool would it be? If, oh, we talked about it last if, week. I know where you're going with it. If in the NCAA D three Final Four, uh, a team from Northeast Indiana would be uh, representing. Eh, just a thought. It'd be fantastic. Wow. And and I think, I don't know if we'd fill the entire Coliseum, but boy, there'd be a good contingent. Yeah. It wouldn't be hard to travel well there. No. That's for sure. No, no, no. But uh, yeah. And then, of course, uh, segueing over to hockey, the Comets are at Cincinnati tonight uh, after losing the Cyclones 2-1 to one last night at the Coliseum. And then uh, we'll take on Kalamazoo at the Coliseum tomorrow at 5 o'clock. And uh, we're going to be talking with Shane Alberani, well, just right after we uh, we come back from break, which we're going to go to, well, yeah, we're going to go to uh, break pretty quick. So uh, we'll do that. And let's go now so we can come back because, yeah, I, I want to talk to Shane. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and go to break. And uh, when we come back, we'll be talking with Comet play-by-play man, Mr. Shane Alberani. 
in our weekly comment chat. We'll do all that when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by McMahon's Best One on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Westwood One is the only place for exclusive audio coverage of every NFL postseason game. Hi, this is Scott Graham. Join us throughout the month of January and into February as we bring you Super Wild Card Weekend, the Divisional Round, Championship Sunday, and of course, Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. All 13 NFL playoff games are on Westwood One. If it's the NFL playoffs, it's right here on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Over the years, you've brought Brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section. When dad injured his back. When your basketball star tore his ACL. Opioids helped with the pain. And you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful pain-reducing prescription medicines. But most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids, 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets. Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Tuning into the baseball game, monitoring the incoming storm, catching your favorite talk show. These are just a few of the reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month. And did you know AM radio is the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times? It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovelin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by McMahon's Best One. Along with Brandon Podgorski, I'm Jim Shovelin. Thanks for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. And uh, that was Long Cool Woman. In, in fact, my wife and I were driving uh, to dinner the other night, and that song came on. And I said, let's sing this out loud. Because this, this is, to me, is the worst song to, to grab the lyrics from. Because there's nothing like it sounds. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, it just, uh, I know they're working for the FBI. But anyway, uh, but that was, uh, but boy, some of the things I thought it was, so not even close. But uh, I so see. I said, let's sing it out loud. And, she, and, and I always mishear lyrics anyway. Yep. And uh, I've uh, mentioned a couple to her, and she's just cackled at me. And, uh, of course, she never mishears lyrics, but. I wonder if Shane O'Brien has ever misheard a lyric. Well, let's go to the talking sports phone line powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union because Shane's on there. Shane, have you ever misheard a lyric in a, from a song? Oh, I'm sure I have, uh, but of course I don't admit to it. Ah, there, that's my uh, issue. Much like a lot of other things in my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, before we get going, and I've got questions about last night's game and then the, the rest of the weekend, but... When did you fall in love with the sport of hockey? Uh, I was about nine years old. Uh, 
It was uh, 1983, and that was the first year that uh, my family uh, started to go to comic games regularly. And I got my first hockey souvenir. Uh, Wayne Bishop, who I actually shared this story to a few years ago. Yes. I uh, was a defenseman for the Comets. Uh, it was during warm-ups, and I was a little kid just down there. By what used to be Section 54 near uh, near the Comet bench. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so you're you're standing there watching the warm-ups, and uh, Dan Sancartier was warming up the goaltender, and it, the uh, blade of his stick broke off, and Wayne Bishop picked up that blade of that stick and he dropped it over the over the glass to me, and I thought that was just the coolest thing ever, and that's what set it off. And I still have the blade of that stick. It sits in my office uh, uh, at the Comet office in my office pretty cool wow and now wayne bishop if i'm not mistaken was number two yeah and dan sancartier was just above the crossbar of the goal he was yeah, a very was, uh, small a guy dude. uh yeah i think i mean at nine years old i think i was eye to eye with him yeah. uh so <laughs> but i actually got him to sign uh, the stick uh after that game that night and uh but i uh, wayne bishop lives up in toronto now and when I when we played Branson when we were they were still in the league, uh, Wayne actually came to a game, uh, oh, wow. and uh, I made I tracked him down and I shared that story and I'm like uh, you know if you don't hand me the blade of that stick, you know when I was nine years old I'm probably not up here interviewing you right now. So little things like that I like to tell players like those little gestures like that. It doesn't seem like a whole lot, but it changed lives. It really does. And what I remember about Wayne Bishop, he wasn't he he was. He was big. He wasn't flashy, but he was just sol a solid defenseman. Yeah, he was a very steady defenseman for many years for the Comets. And uh, uh, one of those, uh, those lost greats from the 80s that uh, sometimes I think we forget about. Uh, there were so many good teams and good players in the 80s, and he was one of them. Oh, no doubt about it. Well, the Comets started a three-game and three-night weekend last night at the Coliseum in front of 8,169 screaming fans uh, took it on the chin to the Cincinnati Cyclones, two to one. Uh, Sean Sidlowski gets the lone comic goal in the second period. But um, one of the telling stats uh, last night, well, I don't know if it's telling or not, but the Comets had one penalty, one minor penalty. Yeah, and that's that's actually a theme for the last couple of games. Uh, in Cincinnati, we only took one, and Cincinnati only took one. I think we may have had one in Kalamazoo. Uh, the previous Friday. So the officials are letting everyone play, uh, but I think that might change with the new guy coming into the lineup. But I might be wrong, but it, it may be a little different uh, uh, game sheet uh, when he gets in there eventually. <laughs> I think so. And, and when will he make his Comet debut? Well, uh, we're not sure. Uh, Diamond Hands, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Daniel Amsbury uh, is uh, off of suspension uh, as of last night, so he is eligible to play tonight. But uh, as of yesterday, uh, Coach Jesse Kalicki was uh, going to hold him out uh, to make his home debut on Sunday mm. and not play tonight in Cincy. And and I tell you, what, I I will be there Sunday, and I've been looking forward to this. And and, not, and I got to qualify that with, I I still I I think physical hockey. There is a, a reason. There's a strategy uh, behind it. To, but, I mean, even in the interviews that, that you've done with him and, and talking with him, and, you know, he he's said he, he's an energy guy, 
and it's his job to stand up for the other players so other players don't have to do it. You know, somebody that uh, that can put the puck in the net like Sean Sidlowski, but then can also drop him if he has to, now doesn't really have to. Not to say that he won't, but he does. He isn't. He isn't looked upon to do that as well. So uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward. You know, I, I have to look back at the game sheet to see when was the last time we actually had a five-minute fighting major. Uh, it's been a while, and uh, so it, it will be a, a, a something nice uh, to see. You know, I'm an old-time uh, hockey guy, and you know, you like to see the fights, and you like to see uh, guys that definitely stick up for their teammates, and uh, we're definitely going to have that, and it's. Uh, you know, he, he like you said. You know, he's an energy guy. You know, I think he's got the reputation of just being just a old style goon who all he can do is, is just fight. That's not the case at all. I mean, uh, uh, Diamond Hands can can play a little bit too. Now, is he going to be a big part of the offense? Uh, you know, probably not. But I mean, he's going to be the tenth, eleventh forward. But he's going to be the sheriff, and and other teams are just going to have to remember, hey, he's out there. So uh, you need to just kind of kind of watch yourself. You know, uh, don't start none, won't be none. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, and when you look back at, at some of the common enforcers uh, from recent memory, I mean, from Steve Fletcher to Andy Bezo, Kevin Kaminsky, but then there's the, you know, the Jeff Worltons of the world. Do you remember Tommy Bolduck? Oh, man, that's a name I have not thought of in a long Tommy time. Tommy <laughs> Bolduck used to, used to get, and I can't remember who was coaching at the time when when he was on the team, but he... He wasn't even a real good skater. He would he would basically come out for his shift and stand along the boards and motion people to come over yeah. and brawl with him. And, <laughs> but the crowd loved it, you know. And so I mean, but then there's been so many others too. But like I said, is it part of the game? And I'll tell you what, uh, in playoff hockey, you don't want to have your your goal scores pushed around. You don't want to have your goaltenders rushed and things. Uh, uh, that could that could derail something. So it is. It's a necessary part of the game, and um, it's it's something that the game is essentially you know, trying to move away from in a, in a subtle manner. But uh, yeah, we will see. Now, Comets in Cincy tonight, home to Kalamazoo tomorrow. Um, you know what? Uh, how are we health wise? Uh, well, you know, looking pretty good. Uh, we got Connor Corcoran back uh, last night uh, from uh, from Bakersfield. Uh, Morgan Adams, boy, Dan, the captain, who's been out since uh, December 23rd, uh, was scheduled uh, to uh, to come off of injured reserve this weekend, so he has not yet. So hopefully, we might even see him tonight, depending on how he's he's feeling. Uh, but uh, hopefully, most definitely, when we go uh, out west next week. Uh, we'll see him back. Uh, and uh, Matt Wedman, who's up in Henderson of the AHL, we expect to see him back here hopefully next week as well. So, I mean, still we got a full lineup, you know, a full complement of players. Uh, you know, last night, uh, you know, you're not going to win them all. You know, the Comets won three straight. Mm-hmm. They've gotten points, uh, I think, in five straight games. So, you know, you're, you're going to have one. You know, you're, you're going to drop one. But you know what? The good news is you got two more games this weekend. You win the next two. That's four out of six out of the weekend. I consider that ex- you win the week, it's successful, and you move on to next week. Yes, indeed. And what time is broadcast time tonight, Shane, on WoWo? We'll be uh, hitting the air uh, about uh, 7.20 tonight. All right. Well, can't wait to listen in, and, uh, and we'll be there tomorrow. So, Shane, thank you uh, for getting up early with us. How's Sheriff? 
Seraph is doing great. Looking at me right here, he's uh, chewing on a bone, and he's just uh, just living life, man. He, he's doing really well with his uh, uh, now three legs. He had to have one amputated, but uh, he is cancer-free, and he's doing great. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Well, Shane, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. All right. Thanks a lot, Jimmy. All right. That was Shane Alberani, play-by-play voice of the, your Fort Wayne Comets. And uh, holy cow, yeah, I'm uh, – Looking forward to tomorrow's game, uh, and it's it's also I mean it just the the Sunday games now uh, are so much fun. Of course, the after game skates and things uh, like this too. Not that I'm skating anymore. Uh, well, for the kids, yeah. want to go on the yeah. ice, but I mean you could too. I gear presumably. up, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, and slip and fall, and well, you slip on ice obviously, but but anyway, yeah, I used to inline skate all the time. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, and even considered uh, with uh, one of the DJs down the hall uh, doing an Athens to Atlanta 76 or 78-mile skate oh. and was was set to do I was going to do the, the lighter one. I was going to do a 38-mile one, kind of the, the bunny hill, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, for this. But uh, and then pulled the groin muscle. Uh, and could hardly couldn't stride, and uh, had to had to call it off. So and that I've made that drive. That's not a flat no skate no. at all. No, and there might be a railroad track or two uh-huh. uh, that yeah. you have to navigate and, and negotiate. But uh, but yeah, the uh, uh, the the DJ down the hall, uh, not a problem for him. Not a problem. So anyway. Well, that's going to just about do it for Talking Sports for a Saturday, February 3rd, 2024. Thank goodness it's February already. Uh, my wife was not happy with January at all. Felt like it took about 45 days. Oh, January. my goodness. Oh, uh-uh. I think she would just like to go right from Christmas and skip to about May. But um, anyway, but uh, thanks so much to Mike McGaffrey, Athletic Director of the University of St. Francis uh, for checking in in our weekly Cougar chat. Also, thanks to Shane Alberani uh, for giving us the Comet update as well. Uh, don't forget that Diamond Hands could be making his Comet debut tomorrow at 5 o'clock at the Coliseum as the Caves take on Kalamazoo. Uh, check uh, the ticket office out and uh, maybe get some tickets in advance for that one. And uh, should be a lot of fun out of the Coliseum. So uh, do that if you will. Thanks so much to Brandon Pogorski for keeping it all smooth for us. And thanks to you, the listener, for your text and, uh, and just tuning in to Talking Sports each and every Saturday morning as uh, we continue this journey of local sports of all sorts. So until next Saturday, have a great week, everybody. Sometimes I struggle to get to sleep. My body stopped for the day, but my mind is still running. So I take ZQuil. ZQuil, the world's number one sleep aid brand, has a range of non-habit forming products to fit you and your family's needs. Invest in a great night's sleep for the best you tomorrow. I'm awake and ready to take on anything. Better days start with ZQuil nights. Explore our products at ZQuil.com. Uses directed. Keep out of reach of children. Three little words no parent wants to hear. My tummy hurts. And it always seems to happen at the worst times. Like in the middle of the morning rush, when you still have homework to check and lunches to pack, and of course, you're already late for work. 
Luckily, there's Pepto Kids. Pepto Kids gummies help relieve occasional stomach upsets, turning those three words into these three words. I feel better. Bad time for stomach upsets? Good time for Pepto Kids gummies. Fast support for little tummies. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Podcasts by Federated Media.